You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, happy Friday once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, May the 4th. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this fine Friday morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Uh, happy to be here. Lots of uh, sort of interesting things happened during the week, so uh, let's get into it. Well, before we get into it, uh, this is a little reminder for you, me, all the other dads and husbands out there. Not this coming Sunday, but Sunday in the future, nine days away, is Mother's Day, Eric. So we don't want to be messing around here. we got to get ahead of the curve. You can celebrate the mothers in your life with an exciting offer from Sprott Money. You can buy a one-ounce gold pamp. For seventeen ninety nine over spot. That's a pretty good deal. Limited quantities available. So take advantage of the special Mother's Day promo by visiting SprottMoney.com or you can call 888-861-0775. More gold at $18 over spot. We'll take it. Gold is down a couple dollars on the week, but after fiddling around with its 200-day moving averages, it looks like it's trying to hang in there. How do you feel about it at this point? Well, I feel pretty good uh, when I look at some of the what should be the bigger issues. Uh, I find the Argentine peso tumbling by 10% very significant. Uh, you would think uh, people would know by now in various countries that when the currency starts going, you don't want to be long the currency. You want to be long um, gold and silver and things that will protect you. Uh, there's lots of weakness in, for example, the Egyptian pound. Uh, the Turkish lira, uh, other uh, currencies, I'm not thinking of them right now, but there's been a lot of weakness in emerging market currencies here, and uh, uh, people realize that uh, there's only certain ways to protect yourself. And It's funny when I mention the Egyptian. There's an Egyptian, second wealthiest guy in Egypt, just put half a billion dollars into gold because he was worried about, of course, the economy collapsing and the market collapsing and the currency collapsing. And uh, that's the sort of thing that I think we need uh, in the metals market. Uh, so the fact that it's kind of playing out that way, I think, is uh, very constructive. You know, I, you, you mentioned that guy. I think we all saw that headline. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of gold and a lot of current protection for the guy. But you wonder what he actually bought. You know, do you think he <laughs> bought GLD? <laughs> yeah, did he buy the GLD? <laughs> Right. Well, we'll just have to see. Uh, but that's definitely uh, wise on his part, no doubt about it. You know, and it's yeah. interesting, too, to note uh, that the Fed did not hike rates this week. Nobody really expected they did, that they would in, uh, in between meetings. But, you know, there's an abundance now of bond bears again. And even Bill Gross is on the record this week saying he thinks this whole idea of the bond market bubble bursting maybe is passe. And that he's thinking that long rates are going to now be headed down. With the flattening of the yield curve, what, gosh, what do you make of the action in the bond market? Well, of course, you know, I'm a bear on the economy. Uh, we had a jobs number today, which was classified as weak. We have uh, soft data that's weak. We have hard data that's weak. Uh, logic says flyover America is having a tough time. Uh, so those all would argue for lower rates. Uh, you have a Fed that, of course, could change their mind quickly if the market continues to weaken here. Um, the the only thing arguing for higher rates, of course, is just the sheer inability of the U.S. government to fund itself because of the excessive demands uh, from a cash perspective. So 
from a um, pure economics, forget supply and demand of money, but from where the economy is, I yes, I can see uh, rates really not needing to rally here. You mentioned that jobs report, Eric. Yeah, we should touch on that for a second, too, that the number of alleged jobs created came in below expectations. But I think even perhaps more important now, the level of average hourly earnings came in below expectations as well. They're expecting a two-tenths of one percent growth. It only went up one-tenth of one percent. That doesn't augur for a lot of inflation. That doesn't augur for higher interest rates either. <laughs> and it certainly doesn't argue for a lot of spending. <laughs> You know, where am I going to spend my extra 1.2% this year? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and 1.2%, I mean, we, we all kid ourselves about what inflation's really like, right? And it's, it's just a joke how bad it is. Uh, whenever something happens, you find out what inflation's really like when you've got to go to get something fixed or you've got to buy something new. So, yeah, the, 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 the reports have been weak. Uh, the data, the economic data is weak. The, Housing is uh, uh, fading here. Automobiles are fading here. Those are two big parts of the uh, the economy. So, yeah, it's uh, it wasn't a good jobs report for sure. And so now we head into May, and we'll see uh, where we go from here. Seasonally, it's an interesting time for the metals, that's for sure. Uh, I do want to kind of head down the path, uh, trying to pick some good news out, if we could. Uh, it was another good week for some of those Australian gold stocks that uh, we talk about every once in a while. It was a really good week again for Kirkland Lake. I guess, you know, if we got, if we just can be picky, we can find some pretty good spots to be in. Well, you know, as I said before, when people say, you know, it's been a tough time in the gold shares, I sort of say, oh, my God, it's been one of the best times ever for me. And maybe I'm just lucky in some of the picks I've had. But, uh, you know, we talked about Kirkland and Novo before, and uh, both had news this week, Kirkland with their quarterly earnings, and I'm not recommending the stock. I'm just uh, chatting about what they reported. And uh, they also reported that they they had a new zone in Fosterville, and the comment was that we we hope, this is the company saying this, that we can find another Fosterville in Fosterville. Well, I can tell you, if they find another Fosterville, they will be off to the races because there is nothing in the world like Fosterville. So that was pretty encouraging. The stock hit a new high this week. Uh, in the case of Novo, uh, there were a couple of interviews of Quentin Hanning, uh, one on Jay Taylor's radio program, the other one on the uh, Coraline Economics Report. And I, I like to listen to those, even though I'm on the board of Novo, uh, I try not to uh, waste too much of Quentin's time by him just updating me. So I actually use these interviews to just to hear what he has to say. And uh, I think if people to carefully listen to those interviews, they'll get the sense that uh, things are quite extensive in Australia. That the whole precipitation thesis that this could be over vast areas. It's kind of coming together here for no one. Of course, what's interesting for Noah is also interesting for Kirkland Lake because we're a 20% owner, mm -hmm. roughly, mm -hmm. of Novo. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage people to, uh, to listen to those interviews and draw their own conclusions and uh, act accordingly. But it, uh, everything looks uh, pretty good. So, Eric, as we wrap up this week and begin to look into next week, you know, it, it has been such a challenging, I don't know, last 10 or 15 days for the metals. The dollar has just been soaring versus basically every other currency. But as you mentioned, uh, the uh, economic picture in the U.S. doesn't look so sound, and the bond market appears to be rallying back with the yield curve flattening. 
I mean, what are the one or two key things you think that might uh, drive price as we move into summer? Well, of course, if there was any wavering of the Fed, <laughs> and in fact, you know, I literally haven't read the Fed statement, but I looked at some of the sum- summaries, you know, and they, they're acting uh, aggressive, and then they read it as dovish and symmetric, whatever, some words like that were used, and it's really hard to know where they go, but uh, as you watch the economic data, and it doesn't uh, suggest that there's continuing strength, and I think the, the whole interest rate thing would come into question. If it came into question, of course, the dollar would reverse itself here, because that's one of the reasons the dollar's rallying. And the other primary reason is so many people had negative bets on the dollar, and they just unwind them. One of my theories about the whole uh, uh, financial shenanigans is, you know, the commercials get on one side of a trade, and of course, the their customers get on the other side, and the customers always lose. Um, and so, you know, they just keep this volatility moving around. I'm always amazed when they say, well, the bank earnings were strong in the first quarter because of volatility. And I'm thinking, well, what, what volatility mean? Oh, that's right, volatility. That's where I can take the other side of the trade, and it has a big move, and I make more money than I'd normally make because it's volatile. And um, so that's been a, a big part of the whole thesis. We're having volatility in the, the gold price here, you know, got up to – whatever it was, 1655 or so, looked like it was breaking out. Now we're back down here. It looks like it's breaking down, and, you know, all of the commercial will be buying back their short positions. When that eradicates itself, we should be back to uh, people assessing the dollar in a more fundamental way rather than what are the trading uh, situation that we find ourselves in. And that's I, I think the same is true of gold, that, you know, as, as these countries' currencies weaken off, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of interest in gold, is my guess. So hopefully um, things can uh, right themselves here rather quickly. You mentioned those bank earnings, Eric. I just had to laugh because you and I are both old enough to remember when bank earnings grew because they loaned money and captured the spread, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Now, now they're capturing a spread. They're just creating the spread. <laughs> That's right. And capturing more of their clients' assets. That's right. Right. Hey, uh, one. Uh, this is. I got to tell you about something before we go because this is a little something different, and uh, this is for anybody that wants to buy some silver in size. All right, uh, this is another Sprott Money deal, but this is for storage clients. You can buy one hundred ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars, which I mean, if you ever seen one, these are pretty cool, and they're just seventy six cents over spot, seventy six U S cents over spot. You can call 888-861-0775 or, of course, visit SprottMoney.com for more info. It's only available to Canadian listers and quantities are limited. So take advantage now. If you aren't a storage client, you also can take advantage of this deal. Just simply open a storage account with us and you'll get access to the offer. Again, SprottMoney.com to open a storage account. That's a 100-ounce silver bar for $0.76 over spot. Get everybody to buy a handful of those babies. Maybe we can get the price to move up next week, Eric. Well, you know, the the funny part is we didn't even talk about the COMEX date. I mean, I just find it so crazy that we trade 500 million ounces of silver in a day, which is like half the year's uh, production, and, and the price does nothing. Right. Uh, like, it's just it's so such a disengagement of um, the real markets from the, the COMEX markets uh, that it's very frustrating. Um, but you bought some of the Britannias last week when I listened to the uh, – to the pitch that you were giving from Sprott Money. So I, I'm, I'm a believer, and um, I'm pretty certain it's all going to come together for us here. 
Well, we will see where we are by next week when we talk. In the meantime, Eric, I want to thank you for your time and uh, wish you a happy weekend. Okay, Greg, all the best to you too. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. 